welcome to another episode of the Gratitude and Grit podcast hosted by Nick Prohaska and Brad Hokinson. So Nick, today is Thursday, March 11th. We just watched the Open 21.1 uh, workout, and so we're actually going to do something we've never done before and just kind of break it all down for the, the community. Yeah, we're going to do it. I mean, it feels live to us because we just watched it. So I hope people listen to this in a timely fashion because it's a all we're going to be talking about is the workout that we're doing tomorrow. So. Yep. So I I kind of twisted Nick's arms to do this because I I see the value in this as a amateur athlete, quote yeah. unquote, and I enjoyed that from watching other shows to like kind of get the rep scheme, a little bit of strategy um, before I entered Friday Night Lights, and so twisted Nick's arm. So here we are. It's uh, about 8.15. We're going to crank it out real quick and talk about it. So yeah. 21.1, um, I'll let you announce the workout as far as for uh, the RX okay. uh, version of that. So what is it? Okay. So the RX workout, um, it's interesting. It's uh, So we're seeing double unders and wall walks. And a wall walk we've never seen in an open workout and very, very, very rarely do we do it in a CrossFit workout. So two movements in this workout. Uh, it starts with one wall walk, moves to 10 double unders. Then it goes to three wall walks, 30 double unders. Six wall walks, 60 double unders, nine and 90. And then 15 wall walks, 150 double unders, 21 wall walks, 210 double unders. So um, alternating back and forth between those. Uh, and then they give you a 15 minute time cap to get all that work done. So if you, uh, don't get all of those reps done in 15 minutes, your score for the workout is total repetitions that you complete, uh, within the 15 minute cap. So it's, uh, this is a, a new workout. Um, there are very, very few workouts that have a wall walk. I think I can probably count less than five that I know of on my on my hand. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yep. And to note that, so that's 55 total wall walks and 550 double unders. And so for all four levels, the rep scheme is the exact same. Mm-hmm. So whatever the movement is, it's going to be 55 and then 550. Correct. So a total of 605, uh, movements if you're able to complete it in time. Yeah. So with that, the scaled version of the workout, um, is a modified wall walk, which you just start, you lay on the ground, um, and then you're, you just kind of get up onto the wall. So get both feet up onto the wall and you have to move your hands a certain distance and then you'll go back down. And then instead of doing double unders, we will do single unders. Yep. So again, the same rep scheme there, just a little bit modif- modification of the actual workouts. Yes. And then, so Nick, this year we have a equipment free mm-hmm. version, which is kind of the at home version so on that one, what are we going to do? So with the equipment free, which a lot of people, like you said, will say that's the at home. People can do this without a jump rope uh, because that is the one piece of equipment for this workout. Uh, so there's no jump rope in the equipment free or at home version of this. So uh, substitute a lateral jump uh, instead of the double under. So in the wall walk, there's a standard where there's kind of tape on the floor and it delineates where your body positioning needs to be. You can just do a lateral jump one, two, three, four, side to side over that line. Um, and that will equal your reps, you know, your 10, 
10 lateral jumps, 30, 60, 90, 150, 210. Um, so you don't even need, don't even need a jump rope for it, which is cool. Yeah, that is a cool one. And that, that one with the lateral jumps would be, sounds fun, but after doing it, <laughs> after doing 60 or 90 lateral jumps, that yeah, might be a little interesting. Yeah. You think it sounds easy, but you're like, well, that's, it, you're still jumping the same amount of times. Yep. It, like it's, it's still very tough. <laughs> And then the uh, foundations um, on that one, they are doing a bear walk instead of a wall walk. Yeah. And then for the jumping movement, it's jumping jacks. Jumping jack, yeah. So again, exact same rep scheme. You do 55 bear walks and 550 jumping jacks. Um, So yeah, I think it's pretty cool that they have pretty much the same rep scheme throughout all of them. So I like that aspect of it. Yeah. And then there's four different movements depending on the scale, you know, that you're doing it, which I think is, is pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. Um, just from an, the standpoint of covering all the bases of being inclusive to the entire CrossFit community from all levels of fitness. Yeah. They, they hit the nail on the head for sure. You know, from the, the, the jumping jacks and the standards on the jumping jacks, um, to, you know, bear crawls and, and even a modified wall walk, you know, that, that wall walk is a challenging movement to do as prescribed. So you can do a partial range of motion wall walk and, and still complete the workout. And, um, so from a programming standpoint to be, to include as many people as possible, uh, on that, on the fitness spectrum, it's, it's really cool. They did a great job. It's a good workout. Um, so let's talk a little bit about kind of the movement standards. It's going to be a little challenging to explain it um, on a podcast when it involves sure. the wall, yeah. <laughs> when it involves a wall walk because it has to do really with the way you're laying on the ground. Yes. Um, but we'll talk about the RX and the scaled kind of standards at a high level, and then we'll get into a few tips and tricks. So yeah. So going back to the RX, which is the double unders and the wall walk. Um, you want to walk through the wall walk standards on that? Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> the wall walk, uh, it begins, you're laying on the floor and your feet are against the wall. So you're on your belly, like you just are doing a push up, but your feet are against the wall standards for the wall walk in this workout, um, are there are two pieces of tape on the floor. One is 10 inches away from the wall, uh, which imagine that kind of in the, in your shin area, middle of your shins. Okay. So there's a piece of tape that dissects the middle of your shins perpendicular par- sorry, parallel to the wall. Um, so mark that piece of tape there. The second piece of tape, uh, for, to help with our standards, and I'll get to why there's tape on the floor, but <clears throat> the second piece of tape is at your shoulder line. Um, and again, parallel to the wall. So it runs kind of shoulder to shoulder. The, the standard, the movement begins when your hands are, um, or sorry, when your feet are on the wall, um, and your hands are, I believe on the tape, on the tape, right yep. on the tape. So imagine your hands in a push up position and, and your hands need to be touching that tape from there. You need to put your feet onto the wall before you move your hands. So your feet have to be somewhere, both feet on the wall before your hands come off the tape. Um, and then from there, as again, if I'm just talking about the RX standards, you need to walk your entire body and your hands now need to cross that 10 inch piece of tape. So that piece of tape that was by your shins really close to the wall, your hands need to cross that piece of tape, um, 
touch it. They need to touch the table. They need to touch it. Okay. Yep. They so need your to, palms can touch it. Palms can touch it. Fingers can touch yeah, it. Whatever. You just need to touch that tape and then both you can hands. go back down. Cool. So both hands touch that piece of tape and then you come back down. The standard on the way down is the same as the standard starting the movement where your feet have to remain on the wall until your hands touch that furthest piece of tape that started or that is right by your shoulders uh, on the floor. And then you can drop your feet from the floor back down to the ground. Uh, my understanding is your feet need to then for the next rep, they need to start against the wall um, and your hands need to again, start on that piece of tape that's right by your shoulders. So I hope that's clear. Yeah. Um, I, yeah and we'll come back to it when we talk about some of the tips and tricks a little bit, but yeah. And then for scaled, it's, it's kind of this, it's exact same measurement. There's only one piece of tape, which mm -hmm. is at your shoulder line and your hands will start in front of that are farthest away from the wall. And then you will get your feet onto the wall as well. And then you will then move your hands or walk up the wall as you walk up the wall, then your hands are going to come closer to the wall and you'll cross that tape. And once you cross the tape, then you can come back down. Then you're done. So it'd be, you know, a half a wall walk or, you know, three quarters of a mm -hmm. wall walk. Um, so once you get past the tape, then you go back down and, yeah. and the trick is, is, again, you need to keep, you need to cross the tape by keeping your hands on the wall. So most of us, when we do a wall walk, we get to the top and then we just fall straight down or right. I do. And <laughs> so this one's going to be a little challenging because you have to get all the way back down with to the tape yeah. with your hands before you jump down. So, yep. um, so with that, that's kind of the two things and we'll definitely go through it tomorrow once you get into the gym. And like I said, it'll be very very easy to kind of see it once you lay down on the floor and you mark your tape and you'll mm -hmm. definitely get a, a pretty good sense of that. Um, thoughts when you saw the workout and you know, you saw wall walks yeah. as part of the workout and then that many double unders, what was your initial thoughts yep. about it? Um, a lot of different thoughts. One, um, it's a decent amount of double unders. So the RX athletes will have to understand and really know their limit when it comes to double unders and how to maximize doing sets of that or when and where to go unbroken um, for the novice athletes who are getting double unders. Um, it It's a great challenge uh, to put you in a position to keep trying and keep going. And, and for that reason, I, I really like it and I really respect it um, from a double under aspect. Uh, the wall walk is, it's new to the CrossFit open. It's not new to CrossFit and, and anybody from our gym listening to this podcast knows we've done these movements. Uh, but it, it is definitely a very, very challenging movement, especially if you're doing it, uh, with an elevated heart rate. And if you're doing multiples of them, a lot of times when we do them, it's, we use them as a drill and a warm up for, handstand push-ups or, or to kick and get completely inverted into a handstand position. So, um, so it'll feel a lot different. Anyone that's, you know, kind of has that question mark over their head, like, well, those don't seem hard. I've done a couple of those in a warm-up. It, it, they get tough, especially when you're held to a standard. And especially when you're trying to go for, for time, it's a slow movement. Um, you know, it, on a fast movement, it can take five, seconds, I think, uh, all the way up and all the way down and make sure you hit the standards. And when you're tired and everything's moving a lot slower, I mean, each of these reps could take, we talked about, I think 10 seconds is, mm -hmm. is not out of the question. So, um, 
so it, it can be very slow. You know, when one doing one rep takes you 10 seconds, it can take a mental toll on you knowing that, okay, well, I have nine of these or I have 15 of these. That's just, you know, going up and down the wall and that's an eternity. Uh, it feels like an eternity. Uh, yeah. And I think the other thing is walking or walking, <laughs> watching them do the workout, um, live. Um, you know, one of the female athletes, she was no rep several times and that was because of starting to walk up before, mm-hmm. um, you know, moving her hands before she started to walk up with her feet. Right. And so again, going back to your time comment, I think one of the biggest, the biggest things for us, you know, our level of athlete is to make sure that we don't get no repped mm-hmm. because instead of, you know, if it takes you 10 seconds to go up and come down and you get no repped, you're going to take another 10 seconds to go up and down. Right. So just start slow, get the feet up on the wall, right. then move your hands. And if it takes you 12 seconds instead of 10 seconds, it doesn't matter. You're, we're not going right. to finish it most likely anyway. Um, given the, <laughs> the two ladies that performed tonight, uh, one of them finished and one of them got time capped. So I'm pretty, pretty safe to say that I'm not gonna, not gonna finish it <laughs> myself. So it's going to be tough. So I think they're just slow and steady and then making sure that you, you start at the right positions, you know, yeah. working with your judge yep. and making sure that you get off to the right start. And yep. cause if you do two or three, no reps, I mean, that's, that's a killer, especially in the round of one, three, six, yep. you know, that's going to be a killer to have to double the reps totally. of those rounds. Well, it's a kit mentally. It's a killer to realize that you have to do it again, but also just a physical toll on your body. Um, you know, this workout is, there's a lot of core and shoulder. There's a lot of core stability, but there's a lot of shoulder stability and shoulder strength in this. And if you're wasting reps or using energy that you don't need to use, uh, it will, it will take its toll in a, in a very, very quick fashion. So yeah, uh, being very intentional with the way that you move, uh, which isn't new to us. You know, we, the coaches talk about all the time, like you got to be very intentional with the way you move and, you know, minimize extra movements. Uh, and this one, you've got to make sure that you're kind of keeping pace and moving your, your feet first and then your hands and then come all the way down and getting your hands back to the tape. So yeah, the, the standards will come into play. Um, you know, the, the shoulder endurance or that will be a big factor in this as well for those that are thinking, okay, well, what's going to be the separator? And it's kind of that, can your shoulders hang on to this thing? And keep pressing out and keep moving up and down even when you're tired and you're a little dizzy and uh, the clock is against you and you know you you know that you have a bunch of double unders coming up and it's uh, again I, I just not saying that I love the workout that I want to do it but from a, a test standpoint and from a programming standpoint and a degree of difficulty it's it's a plus it, it's a really good workout um so I think a question that you were talking about a little bit, and I got a, one of my team members on Team Aqua, um, our Jacked in the Box, was if you don't do double unders or if you, you know, you're not proficient at them, do you think this is a good workout to start knowing that we have a 10 and a 30 rep scheme? So yes, you could probably get through that, but then the round of six or the round yeah. of 60 60 double unders to kind of fight your way through that. If you're not, if you can only string together three, five, you know, six of those at a time, Yeah. 
would you advocate to give it a whirl at the at the RX at level? RX. Uh, the answer is yes. The the principle, the rule of thumb that we want to encourage is if you can do the movement, level yourself up. Meaning, if you can do the wall walk, if you can do the double under, you do the workout RX. Um, now, that's not to say that you're going to get the best score in the gym. That's not to say that, honestly, that you're going to get the best workout that you've ever gotten. Uh, but it will become a benchmark for you, and it will become a, a test of your fitness. You can look back at March 12th, 2021, and you can do this workout, and you say, well, shoot, man, I up until this point, I could only do three or five or ten double-enders in any given set. And then you can look back and say, well, dang, I just did... 80, 90, or, you know, 150 double unders in a, in a workout. So, so we want to encourage going up. And honestly, I, I see the, the standard of the wall walk is to be, I think that's going to be a bigger limiting factor than the double under. Um, I think a lot of people could get one double under, you know, spend five minutes with someone you can, like you can swing around one double under, but doing one wall walk will be if you've never done a full, complete range of motion wall walk, I think that'll even be a harder challenge than doing the double unders. So, um, you know that this, the open is for testing and retesting and the open is for challenging yourself and, and moving yourself to a different level of, of fitness. And, and so that's that rule of thumb that we're going by is if, if you can do the movements, let's do it. Um, you know, again, the way that we, the way that we're scored, it, it shouldn't be an issue of scoring. You get a, you get the, the participation points for scoring. I mean, yes, there are points for getting first, second or third in your RX or scale divisions. Uh, but, I, but I don't want to get people hung up on that. I want the, the message to be clear is if you can, if you can do it, you go for it and you challenge yourself and that's going to be where you, where and how you kind of progress. So pass that along to Bridget, pass it along. What's uh, what's the name of your team? uh, Jacked in the box. Jacked in the box. Yeah. Yeah. Pass that along to to the jacks in your box. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, Okay. So to wrap it up, um, how do you think you finish? What do you think you get to? Me personally? Oh dear. Um, So, the goal or a goal is like the double unders. If you, if you're looking at this from an RX athlete, the, the double unders are cheap reps, meaning one rep of a double under is so much easier than one rep of a wall walk. So uh, an RX athlete is striving to get back on the jump rope for that set of two ten. Um, 21 wall walks in a row after everything that you've done is going to be, really, really difficult. Uh, so I, I think the goal of an RX athlete is to, if, if we don't think we're going to finish to get into that jump rope and just go for broke on your jump rope. Um, so to answer your question directly, I, I think I end up in that last you think you can get to the time. round of 21. I think so. Well, it's optimistic. It is. Uh, I think it'd be a good workout for you. And I think you're, that movement is I think you can do that. I'm I'm thinking the round of 15 is going to be pretty 
common for a lot of people to get to and and maybe get through the 15 wall walks and then you'll somehow be stuck in the the 150 range yeah. so the the two female athletes that did it tonight the superior one she finished her round of 15 at the eight minute mark and so if I'm half the athlete that she is, <laughs> then I'll be at the 15 minute mark when she finishes 15. And then the other lady, yeah. the inferior one, finished it at the 10.06 mark. So, so she finished her set of 150 double unders at 10.06. At 10.06. And then she got capped. But she was on the double unders. Yep. She got yeah. 138 out of the 210 double unders. Yeah. So I think if you could get, if you got the 21 wall walks done i think that would be huge man that's big like like if you could get to that like you know and you talk about getting to the jumper i think just getting to the the round of 21 because i think at that point i think it's going to take you it could take you five minutes to do the 21 wall walks it yeah honestly again you go back to how long does one wall walk take (laughs) you and when you're when you've done what we say there's 55 in this so when you've done 30 of these things like one rep will take you all of 10 seconds, if not more. So yep. that's, the, you know, you're spending three minutes yep, walking up and down that wall, uh, which in a 15 minute workout, when that's the end of it is, is a long time. So, um, so it, best of luck, yeah. best of luck to the group, best of luck. I mean, it, it's awesome. Like it's really good. It'll be a ton of fun. It'll be a great challenge. I feel like a lot of people will surprise themselves on either, what they can do on the wall walks and, and can they actually get themselves and support themselves upside down? Um, yeah. And I think that's great. And then I think so many people are going to get so many more double unders than they ever thought were going to be humanly possible. Uh, and it's just going to push them forward, uh, from here. So yeah, it's great week one, great way to start. Um, so yeah, I look forward to this. I look forward to doing it. Yep, so uh, best of luck. Go knock it out. When Katie Pierce finished it tonight, her tips were smooth and steady. I wrote down slow and consistent. Minimize the no reps. And then break up your double unders if you don't feel like you can do that. So start breaking those up because your shoulders are going to light up really quickly. So if you, you know, the round of 60, you might do 30-30. And then the round of 90, you might do 30-30-30 again. And then kind of do that rep scheme. But it's going to be a shoulder, shoulder burn. So, yep. Yeah. You're again, you're better taking sets of double unders than getting no rep on a wall walk. Right. If you can take a 10 second break on double unders, that the 10 seconds on double unders is a long time versus doing, starting and getting into a wall walk and failing that and, and yeah. working for 10 seconds and then having to redo that. So, um, yeah, depending on where you're at with those double unders, you got to break them up. You got to be methodical. Would you say slow and smooth or slow and consistent? Like, yep. yeah. Um, in our gym, the good news is we're all going to be doing those wall walks. You're going to be looking straight at the clock, um, just in the positioning of the gym. So, like you've 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 got to understand your pacing and be able to count yourself into a a rest and and out of a rest and. Um, yeah, that, that, those are great tips, you know, for, for anybody, you know, whether it's, you're new to these skills or whether you know that you can bang out sets of double unders, like everybody's got to be kind of consistent that way. All right. Well, Nick, thanks right. for sharing it and, uh, best of luck to everyone tomorrow. 21.1. Here we are.